0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to Burn the Ship, the podcast that inspires entrepreneurs to go all in and connect them with the professionals that can help them do it. Today's guest is Heidi Milton with Operation Organization by Heidi, and today she is just going to talk about the skills that she's developed with her business and her personal relationship skills and just being an entrepreneur. So thank you, Heidi, for coming in and talking with me today.
1: Thanks for the invitation. I'm happy to be here.
0: Of course. So give us a little bit of background about yourself. What'd you
1: do before this? Where are you from? Did you always grew up here. I am originally from the Midwest, specifically Central Iowa. So I did all of my growing up years and beginning adult years college in Central Iowa. Then I've lived a couple states um, before landing here in Georgia in 2013. I've done um, my business in Northwest Arkansas and Minneapolis. And I also did live in Colorado, though that was pre-organization days. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. So you kind of traveled a few different states over there in the Midwest. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, cool. What did you
0: do like before you started your business.
1: So prior to business, I was mainly a mama. Um, still okay. am, of course. I have two children um, um, that are biologically mine, and I'm in a blended family. So I have okay. two bonus boys as well. So a total of four boys in the house. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so ages 13, 15, 16, 18. And nice. <laughs> yeah. That's a handful. It you is. got them all right there in the teens. That's right. That's right. So um, I was primarily at home um, with my kiddos um before launching my business and um I just I knew I would probably have an entrepreneurial type of job because I grew up with that. Both my parents are entrepreneurs. Okay, cool. And so it was just a matter of waiting for the right time.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
1: did you think that with you
0: growing up with two entrepreneurs as parents, do you think that that helped you develop I mean the skills that you've learned in order to develop your business? Uh
1: absolutely skills and just you know having the confidence to even try mm-hmm. because you know I think a lot of people jumping into an entrepreneurial quest, it can be kind of daunting and intimidating. And, like, yeah, absolutely. Scary. But for me, it was just like, this is what you do. And it wasn't like, yeah, the confidence was kind of baked in.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, though, because it is really difficult. I mean, that's the so our audience is future entrepreneurs, it's just why we bring in business owners to help them learn the tips and tricks of jumping in and mm-hmm. burning your ship and developing the skills to build a business. Mm-hmm. And that's A very intimidating part. I know that it would be for me to jump ship from your nine to five job in Mm -hmm. order to something that you're financially responsible for and something that if it falls, it falls on you. Yes.
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: That's great that your parents were able to build that into Mm -hmm. you, though. Mm -hmm. So how did you decide that this is this operation organization business? Mm -hmm. Is there something that pushed you to do that?
1: Uh, specific yeah, field? I um I did spend a, a good bit of time exploring kind of what I wanted that to be. Um, initially, when I graduated college, I thought I wanted to go into the um, event planning business. Um, but knowing that I was very family oriented, I thought mm, I did work in a, f- a firm, you know, doing that kind of work, and saw that it was a lot of nights and weekends. So mm-hmm. while I enjoyed the work, enjoyed the people and the creativity. Um, didn't think it would be good for the long term for me. So began a track of um, reading and investigating and trying just to do a little self-reflection of what would be something that would feel really good. Mm-hmm. And um, probably the most influential book I read at that time was Why You Can't Be Anything You Want to Be, But You'll Love Being Who God Designed You to Be. Okay. Yeah. I haven't... What is... Who's the book by? I couldn't tell you the author right off the top of my head. It was years ago that I read it, but Mm -hmm. I know you could probably still find it, like, if you looked it up. Um, But the kind of the crux of the book is um, he helps identify what your motivated ability patterns are. So it kind of just drills down, like, what you're good at naturally, what motivates you to do it. And what I learned through reading that is... um, you know, things I already had a hunch on, but it just kind of mm-hmm. gave me that extra level of, um, you know, understanding that I was very task oriented and very service oriented. And so compare that with, you know, watching HGTV one night and seeing, oh, this is an actual, you know, legit profession, that mm-hmm. being professional organizing. I'm like, that's absolutely for me.
0: Yeah. That's super cool. I feel like your job would be a taxing for (laughs) me. I don't think that I would have the patience to do what you do. Mm -hmm. So describe to the audience what exactly your business entails.
1: So uh, I identify as a professional organizer, and that is a very on-trend, hot topic. You know, people are really excited about it because you've got shows on Netflix like with Marie Kondo and The Home Edit. And you know, some people would think you—you you, it would be a luxury service. And while it definitely can be, um, my, my favorite type of project is to just work with folks who just want to improve their life at home. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be um, picture perfect to make an improvement. So I like to work with folks who just are feeling overwhelmed and. Not at peace at home because of the belongings or maybe there's just too much. Sometimes there's a triggering event like an illness or an injury or there's a move and you just don't have the time mm-hmm. or the bandwidth or, you know, the, the you just can't figure it out. You just need a little helping hand. And uh, so I identify like a personal trainer for your stuff. And I step in and help ask questions, um, work side by side with the homeowner or the client and help make decisions about their physical belongings and finding ways to store them um, and to maintain kind of a pretty environment that makes them feel happy to be in.
0: Yeah. And that is a touchy subject, I feel like. So uh, when we've talked previously, uh, you said that one of the main questions that you get asked being a professional organizer um, is have you worked with hoarders? Yes.
1: That's a very popular question. (laughs) Yeah. So
0: tell us, have you had to deal with that?
1: Um, I would say I've not worked like with a clinical hoarder because that is on the level of like really like an honestly a mental illness right? where people are, you know, really attributing great value to things that don't really have value. Like Mm. they would have, uh, a stack of, you know, newspapers that they have no connection to. They just feel like they need them. You know, right. just no no life event, no personal connection. I just need these or mm. toothbrushes or whatever, what have you. Um, I have worked in extreme clutter situations where people just haven't been in the habit of getting rid of things. Um, and they're ready to make that change. And Mm -hmm. so I have been in extreme situations, and it's very nice that some folks have allowed me to take before and after pictures, so those are accessible. Um, So I have been in cases where there's mounds of boxes and things like that.
0: Yeah, so I feel like that is the main difference between an actual hoarder, though, is somebody that isn't going to invite you into their home right. to do it. Right, And it's kind of forced on them and mm-hmm. their family and their friends around them are like, okay, actually, we're going to get this handled, mm-hmm. and those are the people that go on hoarders. Correct. The yep. crazy – I don't want to say crazy, <laughs> but, I mean, it's in, it's intense
1: mm-hmm.
0: how people can be so attached to
1: things, and like you said, it is a mental disorder. Right, right. So, so that- I would I – would, that being said, I would be open to working with them only if mm-hmm. I knew they were getting – Additional support, you know. Right. Like, like a, it's a not therapist. just
0: me coming in mm-hmm. and cleaning up and organizing with the fear of you possibly just getting right back to right. it after you get done. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. I want to see them succeed.
0: Right. Of mm-hmm. course. And getting it's like getting them mental therapy and medical help that they need afterwards yep. so that you know that they're going to be mm-hmm. all right. Yeah. I mean, it's so cool, though, that people have allowed you to come into their home because I feel like that's super vulnerable. It is. Like people don't want it's I mean, it's the same thing as Mm -hmm. people don't want to see your downfalls, right? You don't want to publicize them. Mm -hmm. Like with social media, you don't see all the negative. You see the positive stuff that people want you to see. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I mean, I really appreciate, you know, most of the folks that are open for me to share is because they want other people to feel like empowered, like Mm -hmm. they want them to feel as like they did, which was a really good experience.
0: Yeah. So what do, you, what do you think you have really mastered
1: in your line of work with developing this company? I think one of the things I've mastered, um, I've been in business since about 2009 and I feel really confident that I get to the heart of what the people are dealing with because I really care about them first mm-hmm. and foremost. So just developing those personal relationships, helping the customer or client know that, you know, I care about what their goals are. I care about what their personal lifestyle is. Um, I lead by asking a lot of questions, trying to find solutions to suit their lifestyle and not just, you know, kind of steamrolling, I'm the expert here. Let's just do it my way. Yeah, like you just come Mm -hmm. in and take over kind of
0: feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, um, do you feel like that, that skill has been something that you've always kind of had? Like being a, a, just a people person, like wanting to help people? Or do you think that your line of work has like pushed I think, you? In I that? think
1: it's both. Um, I I had a unique upbringing in that I'm an only child, but um, I had, I was always surrounded by other kids. So mm-hmm. I wasn't like your typical only child. Um, but that being said, if I wanted to make friends, I had to kind of put myself out there and figure it out. And I think that taught me how to be genuinely curious. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think, you know, being. Being a good friend, you know, brings good friendships to you. And so I learned early on, you know, friendships and relationships are important to me. Mm -hmm. And so just having a natural curiosity kind of made it easy to carry over. Because at the end of the day, these are all just people. Right. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely.
0: And that is such a vital part of business. Your business can't be successful without those relationships. Mm -hmm. Especially somebody that is developing a business. If you don't have other people in the entrepreneurial field to help you out and guide you and right. giving you the do's and don'ts of the business, or at least to the best that they can, mm-hmm. then your business probably isn't going to be successful. Mm-hmm. And leaving like a nine to five job and going into it, you can't burn bridges because you never know who can turn Absolutely. Back around and help you.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I've had, I mean, I worked with folks, you know, I had different part-time opportunities that I kind of leaned on while I was, you know, moving into that realm. And I was always yeah. very you know, transparent about what my long term goals were. And several of them, like became clients. And, um, and I had like a business mentor um, that I still reach out to today, if ever I'm thinking of trying something new, or I wanted some feedback on something. Um, But I always try to give something of value. (laughs) So I'm not just kind of, you know, sucking off of the energy from what they have.
0: Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what, what made you
1: stop all the part time? Did you just get busier? Um, Well, it was always the goal. Like I I didn't, the goal was always to have my own business. And so, um, you know, just part of my own personal temperament is I'm very security driven. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to just have a good sense of baseline. This is what I want. And then that was a driver for me. Like I want to get to that point. So what do I need to do while still taking care of like my baseline needs? And then, you know, when when can I kind of wean myself off of that? Yeah. So do you feel like um, with what you've learned
0: in business, which obviously you're very caring and you genuinely care about your clients and the success of the people around Mm -hmm. you, do you feel like there's something that you've learned in business that you've helped,
1: helped in your home life, helped with your family, helped with your relationships with other people? Definitely. Um, You know, being a very task oriented person, I have to always remind myself, okay, it's time to be done now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, so using, um, you know, a timer or just planning ahead. So I don't because I can, I can get sucked into, you know, entertainment for a while. Like I love reading books and movies, Mm -hmm. and I would have no problem just, you know, leaning into that, you know, so it's how being intentional, like kind of understanding where my time is going and being purposeful in that. um, Definitely over the years, has been really instrumental in being more strategically successful, Mm -hmm. whether it's at home, you know, just with my children needing to see that they get things done by in a timely manner and then for myself as well. Yeah, that's
0: one thing that my little (laughs) brother is super good at. He's a genius. Um, He sets timers on all Mm -hmm. of his social media apps.
1: Mm, That's wonderful. So if he
0: uses like uh, I think his limit on like TikTok is like 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And so if he goes above that, his phone notifies him and he's like, all right, well, I'm done for the day. Nice. So just putting mm-hmm. the time and energy into the places mm-hmm. that it needs to go. Right. And that's big for other businesses as yes,
1: well. Because if you don't have, you know, being an entrepreneur, if you don't have someone kind of... Telling you what to do or having that general expectation, you can either go one of both ways, you can either ignore it or be too focused mm-hmm. on it to where you're, you know, ignoring those relationships too, and being too focused on the business growth.
0: Yeah, so with your company, do you you
1: personally go in and organize everything yourself? Uh, yes. I go in and I work uh, – my preference is to work one-on-one. I will do like done-for-you jobs if I have a really clear understanding of what their lifestyle is like. Mm-hmm. And um, what does that mean? Like if someone were to move in and they would just say, just put it all away for me, I could do that. It okay. might not serve them the best over the long haul, whether if mm-hmm. we were working together like one-on-one – Um, And if someone's wanting to declutter, which that's really a key component to being well organized, is not having more than you really need, then I can't really decide. I mean, I can make suggestions, but I can't just say, oh, you don't need that. I could, but they might not be happy about it. (laughs) (laughs) They they may not be a big fan. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So do you do any sort of, uh,
0: if somebody were to call you and just asking for advice, like do you...
1: Do you ever coach people on how to do it themselves? Yes. I mean, it happens often. You know, it's just a byproduct of working together. You know, we'll be working on one area and then, you know, it's very natural for them to just, you know, we'll just conversate our way through and how would you handle this? What do you think about that? And we talk about that. Um, and also on my website, I list in addition to professional organizing, I do offer what I call family management coaching. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that is really helpful for, um, you know, young people young people or young parents, um, if they're, you know, never had a household outside of just themselves. And then all of a sudden you're managing multiple people or you start a new job and what worked before doesn't work now in maintaining your home mm-hmm. as far as like habits and routines to keep things, you know, clean and tidy and kind of working. And so yeah. I do consult with, with folks on that level too. Okay. That's cool. That's a, that's probably a great thing for people to learn. Cause
0: I know that, so, yeah, yeah, young families, mm-hmm would probably be a terrain wreck. Granted, none of my friends have kids yet. But but if Tiffany has kids anytime soon, then I'm going to hit you up. I'm ready. (laughs) Let you go in there and fix everything. So do you see your company growing or do you prefer to
1: stay just by yourself? Um, I do have a small team um, right Mm -hmm. now. So I do have the capacity to have multiple organizers on site and some um, that I would send out solo as well, depending on the project and the, you know, the project um, load that we currently have. And are you a home-based business or do you guys have an office? We're just home-based because we literally do all of our work in other other spaces. (laughs) Yeah, well, that makes sense. You don't Mm -hmm. need to waste any money on rent if everything's going to Mm -hmm. other people. So
0: do you... um, do you think that you're you would ever want to be like
1: a corporate business, I guess? I don't see that. No, I see always, you know, just stay st- sticking with I mean, that's where my first love is, it's like working with 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 the homeowner one-on-one mm-hmm. and just giving that personalized like we care. Yeah. Um so that's never been um a huge goal, but I guess, you know, never say never, but yeah. <laughs> that's not where the goal is now. Yeah. So a lot of people normally say that they would want to, like, expand Mm -hmm. multiple locations,
0: like, grow. Obviously, I see the money in that. Mm -hmm. But I know that my boss originally wanted to do that as well. Mm -hmm. And then he said that the more that he got into the business, he was just like, why would I do that? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm so comfortable just building relationships with people Mm -hmm. and working Mm one-on-one that to him it was like, why? Yep. Like, why venture out and lose those relationships, possibly? Because yeah. we really, like, specialize in our customer service. So mm-hmm. with other merchant companies, like, when you get a 1-800 number, mm-hmm. you're just going to sit there and listen to this stupid elevator music for 25 yeah, minutes thanks. before you talk to a robot, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then you talk to the robot for 20 minutes until you can get a real person. <laughs> I've
1: been there.
0: Yep. Yeah. And <laughs> instead, I mean, you get our personal phone numbers. Mm-hmm. Like, we send out referrals to our clients and other people all the time.
1: That's awesome.
0: Just... Those networking connections, just genuinely wanting other people to be Mm -hmm. successful is big, and it's a lot harder to do that if you're a corporate business. Yep,
1: yep. Agreed. So
0: if you weren't doing this, what do you think that you'd be doing?
1: Well, hmm, that's a good question. You know, if you had... If we could rewind the tape back to before I entered college, my parents would tell you I wanted to be an actress. Okay. (laughs) What a switch up. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So who knows? You know, you know, you just, I don't know if you're too young for those choose your own adventure books, but you know, if you take one path and you're reading a a book and so it's interesting to think about, you know, what my path might've been like had I forged ahead on that, but we'll see. When did you decide that you weren't going to be an actress? (laughs) Uh, I mean, probably when I got to my senior year of college. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you study in school? Mass communications with an okay. emphasis in electronic media. But I chose the school because they I got a scholarship for theater. Oh, cool. What mm-hmm. school did you go to? It was a very small school in uh, northern Iowa called Waldorf University.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. And
1: shout out to you for graduating. Yeah.
0: Unlike me, <laughs> I didn't. Well, that was I my your girl. Parents, didn't quite
1: make it there. Yeah, she. That was my parents doing. You know, they're like, I, I was hard pressed to go to either one of the coasts, and they said, please just do us a solid and just get a degree. Then you can do whatever you want. So yeah. that school at the time, they happened. You know, I had. Numerous scholarship opportunities and can in combination with being able to get a bachelor's in three years rather than four because the program they have oh, available. Oh heck yeah, that's so like, awesome. Okay, let's do it. Game on. <laughs> yeah, shout out to
0: you. That's hard. It was hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's super hard to especially graduate early mm-hmm. and nonetheless graduate in general. Yeah, dealing with college party life mm-hmm. all. All the other factors going on around you to be able to sit there and focus on a skill just goes to show that you're
1: very organized. Try. <laughs> I didn't realize it was unique at the time. I just thought, yeah, everyone does this, but no, <laughs> um, absolutely not. Nope. <laughs> no, I will tell you right now that is uh, no, not for me. But
0: I, it's great that you have a degree in something. Mm-hmm. I mean, my parents really pushed me to finish school, mm-hmm. but I was like, you know what? One day I'll go back. Yeah, I've only got a year left. Like, why am I going to pay off all these student debts? I know. And not have a degree.
1: If you're happy and successful and be able to take care of your own business, then you're doing good.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So what is one piece of advice, if you could pick out of all the things that you've learned, what's the most important thing for these upcoming entrepreneurs to learn?
1: Um, I would just say find what you're truly passionate about. Don't don't try to do something because you see someone else being successful at it, or you think it would be flashy and cool. But because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that's what's going to drive you. You know, yeah. that's what's going to motivate you. That's going to get you out of bed, get you excited about it. And so find something that, you know, inspires you, that motivates you, that gets you get your motor running, so to speak, because mm-hmm. if that's not there, it's going to feel like work. And if you're an entrepreneur, it should be fun. You yeah. should feel happy and proud, you know, mm-hmm. about it, I think.
0: Yeah, I've talked to quite a few other business owners that Uh, It was to say, like, lackluster would Mm -hmm. be probably an understatement because Mm -hmm. they're not passionate about what they do, and Mm -hmm. I can tell. Mm -hmm. Um, So at that point, it's just like a money grab. Yeah. So, I mean, I know that I love my job, and I am passionate about it, Mm -hmm. so it makes it enjoyable for me to go Mm -hmm. to work. Like, I love going on vacation, like, in L.A. last week, but – yeah, I was I was low key like, dang, I miss my coworkers. That's
1: nice. That's awesome. <laughs> Like I want to come I want to come back and hang mm-hmm. out with my coworkers. Mm-hmm. Tristan
0: was gone for like a week, mm-hmm. and I just looked at uh, one of my other coworkers, Jordan, and I was like, you know what I miss? And she was like, what? And I was like, Tristan. Aww. <laughs> him, him just bebopping around the office, mm-hmm. just singing his singing his little heart out. I was like, that's I miss that. <laughs> So I was going to say, after going to the beach, I got here at like 7 a.m. yesterday just because I wanted to come back.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's fantastic. We love that.
0: So tell us uh, where people can find you. How do we get a hold of
1: you? How do you get booked? Mm-hmm. All that. So I have a website um, that gives a lot of information about just the services I offer as well as how to contact me. It's Operation Organization by Heidi. Um, My all my contact information is on there. You can call me text me. Um, I'm also on Instagram and Facebook pretty actively. And, you know, I, I, I have even gotten a client through Pinterest, which was really Oh, okay. (laughs) What? I haven't heard that one before. (laughs) Yes, yes. It's been a while. I'm not as active on Pinterest as I once was. But you know, if you I have a catalog of ideas that I've found and Mm -hmm. think are cool. So you could find you could look that up too. But Yep. S- see what your vibe is. That's right. <laughs> from your Pinterest mm-hmm. board. <laughs> yep. So. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Is there a place on your website that people can schedule an appointment with you? Um, I would say just to send me an email operation organization by Heidi at gmail.com or call or text is fine too. Um, that's the easiest and best way um, because then I, I like to get an idea of what people's goals are so I know mm-hmm. what's the best time, you know, to schedule it.
0: Yeah. And what is your uh, Instagram
1: handle? Operation Organization by Heidi. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Make it all straight up across the board. We love it. Mm -hmm. Well, so tell us uh, what burning your ship has done for you. Um, it's given me, I mean, it's a bit exhilarating to be honest, you know, to finally cut that cord and see, oh yeah, this is happening. This mm-hmm. is, this is successful. And so it's very rewarding. Um, uh, just, it feels like a child, you know, like, oh, look at you, you're growing. Yeah. <laughs> and so you feel really good about it. And, you know, I like feeling like that I'm responsible for bringing something positive into people's life.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming in and talking with us. And all you little uh, clutter whores out there, hit up up, Heidi. You know where to find her. And yeah, thanks for being here.
1: Thank you. I enjoyed it.
0: All right. Bye, y'all.